This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Consumer confidence is a key indicator underpinning business and economic activity. The KBC Consumer Sentiment Survey is a monthly survey of a nationally representative sample of 1,000 adults throughout the country. It's been a long-running piece of research, providing a valuable insight into what Irish consumers are thinking, and it's tracked sentiment over many years, including during the financial crisis up to and throughout COVID. Earlier, I caught up with KBC economist Austin Hughes to talk about the latest results of the survey. I put it to him that November has been a difficult month and asked him to tell us about what the impact this is having on consumer confidence. Yeah, it's not surprising that consumer sentiment is down in November. Uh, The reality is that consumers are looking at a surge in COVID cases, uh, concerns that we might be seeing a step back in terms of uh, a more unfavourable Brexit ahead. And finally, there are a range of items uh, whose prices are shooting up, most notably the cost of energy, but really uh, quite a broad array of items, partly down to the pandemic, but also partly down to long-standing issues in Ireland. Uh, and that's reflected in the continuing difficulties around property prices and rents. Yeah, now, uh, it's not the first time we've had difficult uh, consumer confidence uh, figures, but the figures had been showing a recovery uh, back through the year. How bad have they been over the last two years? Uh, Consumer sentiment has been fairly weak for the last two years, but it had staged a recovery, as you say. Now, the reasons for the downturn are obviously Brexit, uh, concerns about the pandemic, and I suppose... The, the real worry that this crisis was going to be a rerun, possibly worse, of the financial crisis, where not only was it severe, but it went on and on and on. So it's in those sort of circumstances that consumer confidence took quite a knock. It's gradually been rebuilding since the latter stages of last year. So, you know, consumers were beginning to put their head above the parapet. And I think if you look at the November uh, reading, it's just a modest decline compared to October. When we saw uh, the pandemic hit, consumer sentiment went from about 85 to about 40. What we saw last month was consumer sentiment drop from 86 to uh, 81, right? So it's, it's a reasonably, sorry, 83.1. Uh, so it's a relatively modest decline, which says that consumers are a little bit worried, but they don't think the world is ending. Mm, and it's very important to maintain a, a sense of perspective, and that figure of 40 certainly puts it into perspective. I, I was encouraged to see you writing in your commentary on the research that it's a, it's a decrease in confidence, but not a a, a collapse in confidence. That's um, so we're not looking at a, a cancelled Christmas, but perhaps a careful Christmas. Yeah, that's the way we describe it. And when you look at the the actual answers to the individual questions, what we see is that you have a reduction in 
optimistic answers, but not a dramatic increase in pessimistic answers. So if you think about what had been coming through in economic news through the late summer, it was a booming economy. It was forecasts for rapid growth. It, it was some sort of clarification on the tax framework globally that meant we weren't at risk of losing all our multinational companies, as had been suggested in some apocalyptic scenarios. So there was a, a range of items coming through that made consumers feel a little more positive about the outlook. And we've seen that scaled back, but it doesn't mean that people feel, as I say, the world is ending. Now, in part, that's because there is a strong sense that actually we've managed to get through this pandemic a good deal better than we got through the financial crisis. And a very important element to that is that if you think back to the financial crisis, the first thing that we heard of was, well, this is a crisis for the public finances, so let's cut spending and increase taxation. What we've seen instead this time is the government take on an unprecedented uh, level of support for the economy through the pandemic unemployment payments, the wage subsidy scheme, the, the ramping up of health spending. Uh, and all those elements mean we've had a much more enlightened policy response. So I think, you know, again, when it happened in February of last year, consumers were worried about the pandemic and they were worried about its aftermath because they worried there would be a big payback, much as there was after the financial crisis. But now there is a much stronger sense that the public finances, you know, are not in as bad a state as might have been feared, and that the fiscal response has underpinned the economy, and that in turn has meant we haven't had seen the same collapse in tax revenues that might have that occurred during the previous crisis. So all in all, we're in a much more virtuous circle. It's still very tough out there, but the fact that the public finances have actually contributed to recovery rather than being a source of increasing pain mm. is a key element. And on the other side, we have a much more enlightened European Central Bank because there was a, a very significant tightening of credit conditions, uh, you know, in 2009 and into 2010. Uh, and instead, what we found now is that the central bank, the European Central Bank, is coming up with unprecedented ways to actually get more money flowing through the economy. So all those elements have meant that consumers felt okay, maybe we can ride this one out. And in that regard consumers are probably taking a view Christmas could be ropey so we need to be careful but we don't need to, to cancel it completely. Yeah, it sounds to me really that uh, consumers are responding uh, in, a, in a kind of sensible way because we all know that over-exuberance and over-confidence uh, can lead to uh, negative effects as well, ergo the financial crisis that you talked about before. Well, the history of the Consumer Sentiment Survey that goes back to 
early 1996 could be summed up in the phrase once bitten twice shy that consumers felt you know that the world was their oyster in the early 2000s and uh, that they were you know entitled to a lavish love uh, lifestyle I'm sorry I'm making a cartoon version of, uh, of yeah. the series but once that you know the, the pain and the reality of the financial crisis hit home there was a sense well I'm not going to be caught in the same way again so consumers have been cautious if you look at you know borrowing numbers we, we've seen um, you know a very sharp downturn in debt household debt and at the same time we've seen households builds up their assets you know people often talk about uh, the government owing about 50,000 for every man, woman and child in Ireland. Mm. But when you look at household net worth and that's the value of household assets be they property or financial cash uh, and offset that with the value of their borrowings you end up with a number that's close to 190,000 for every man, woman and child. So Mm. it's quite an extraordinary number. Indeed. Um, uh, How is all this slide in consumer confidence likely to actually impact on the amount of money being spent with retailers uh, and so on this uh, this uh, Christmas season because that's what many people will be worried about the money coming through the tills okay well I, I think there are good reasons to to be a little worried there and part of it is that we haven't seen a surge in incomes we haven't seen a surge in borrowing so the amount of money that people have is quite limited Um, And in that respect, the problem is that we've moved from inflation being negative to inflation, you know, of around 5% at the moment, and the cost of uh, energy going up by about 20%. So there's a lot of money already spoken for before people head to the shops or or head to the restaurants for their Christmas uh, bash. So in that regard, I think we will see some pullback probably in Christmas spending this year, partly because of caution and partly because many consumers, the cash is already spoken for. Um, And in that respect, uh, you know, the survey suggests, I think it's around 13% of consumers saying they would spend more and 37% saying they would spend less. Now, we're not talking about a lot less. We're we're talking about, you know, just a pairing back. But, you, you know, particularly this weekend when people talk about Black Friday, and the search, we're going to see consumers hit the shops and hit the internet because they think they will get bargains and that will be a way of spending less than they would otherwise. Mm. So I think, you know, again, a history of the Consumer Sentiment Survey would say we've become a much more careful and cautious consumer. We've been one that's engaged in a form of guerrilla warfare with retailers whereby, you know, you don't buy unless it's on special offer or there's something very attractive about the the good or service Uh, and it's certainly something that now it's a badge of courage to say how much you saved when you bought something rather than how much something you were able to afford. That sounds kind of like uh, a sentiment of which economists would approve. 
In the main, it would, but there is also this idea uh, that Keynes spoke about nearly a hundred years ago of the paradox of thrift. If everyone stops spending, the economy goes into a tailspin. So, you know, that's why I think it's important to, to emphasize the nuanced message of the Consumer Sentiment Index. It is careful rather than cancelled Christmas. So, you know, you will still see money coming through the tails. You will still see, um, you know, a celebration of Christmas, uh, you know, from uh, the, the, the feverish search people are probably going to have over the next few days to catch up uh, on the late, late, the, those extraordinary things in the late, late toy show to the, the special bargain they want uh, for a loved one this Christmas. There, there will still be spending. And while it may seem that all economists are followers of Ebenezer Scrooge, the reality is that the economy relies on spending as much as it relies on production. Well, look, we leave it there, Austin. Pleasure to talk to you as usual. All the best, John. Austin Hughes, economist there. Very interesting to listen to him. So remember that Christmas is not cancelled. I know there's a challenged uh, feeling out there with news of new variants and so on, but encouraging to hear that it may not be as bad as first expected. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie